welcome to Worship at Home on Sunday the 22nd of November 2020, Christ the King Festival Service. Our Bible reading is from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to the end. When the Son of Man comes in glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate people, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the Lord will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today, Sunday the 22nd of November, marks the last Sunday of our liturgical year, or church calendar. And we mark it by celebrating the festival of Christ the King. Christ the King does not have a long church history. It only dates back in the Roman Catholic Church to 1925. And it was in 1970 that they moved it from sometime in October to the last Sunday of the liturgical year. Somewhere along the way, the Church of England also adopted it as 
a way of ending our year before next Sunday, Advent Sunday, marks the first of four Sundays in the run-up to Christmas. So Christ the King may not have had much impact on you. I know it hasn't in my journey, actually until later years. I suppose since I was priesthood and was following my daily offices, it's had more impact because morning prayer, and those of you who have followed morning prayer services, will know that in recent weeks we've been reading through Revelation, that apocalyptic literature talking about the coming of the Son of Man. And so the reading we have today is one that, in Jesus' own words, is very much attuned to that thinking. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his throne of glory. Perhaps we don't think very often about the fact that Christianity is fundamentally a millenarian religion. We do believe in the end of times, the second coming of the Messiah. Often it's easy to forget that, but then at other times there are people who are quite full of the idea. Take this worldwide pandemic. I've heard quite a number of people suggesting it's the beginning of the end of times on social media. On the one hand, that seems quite alarming, but as somebody who loves medieval and Tudor history, I am well aware of the fact that every generation in its own way, including the apostles who thought that they would see the second coming in their own lifetime, have all thought that they are giving witness to the end of times, when in truth what we are seeing is the brokenness of humanity, of sin and separation from God. But this is a festival. Festivals, in their own way, are something to celebrate. And perhaps that feels difficult right now. Advent and Christmas are going to feel very different. So the whole idea of festival is something that is more challenging. Though I think we have the the advantage of having already experienced some element of joy at Easter time this year when we couldn't be in our churches celebrating. So any opportunity we are given to get together at the end of this year will actually make it a lot easier. Setting that aside for a moment, let's just consider the image that Christ offers us in the Bible reading that we heard from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus' words talk about when the Son of Man, he, comes in glory, all the angels with him, sitting on his throne of glory. And then about the sorting the sheep from the goats. And the king saying to those at his right hand, Come you that are blessed, inherit the kingdom. But to those on the left, you that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. It is an awesome image. It is a frightening image. It is the sort of image of judgment 
that actually has at times been used and abused. So should we be afraid? Well, yes and no. We should never be afraid of Christ being watchful and waiting and longing to be with him. But we should always be awestruck by the power and might of our Lord. And I think that's quite important ahead of Christmas. I mentioned that Christ the King hasn't long been something I've been aware of, but in recent years it's been more and more important to me. Because next Sunday we start the run-up to Christmas and then the celebration of Christmas itself. And one thing that I have noticed in my years since being ordained is even setting aside the commercial and consumerist aspects of Christmas, there is a pressure to be happy. There is a pressure to infantilize Christmas. What do I mean by that? I mean that actually in concentrating on Jesus as the vulnerable babe, his parents and their struggles, we sometimes tame Jesus and we tame the whole message of Christianity. People want to come to church to hear the goodwill, to hear the coziness of God's love. And yes, that's an aspect of it that's really important to share. But there is also the aspect of our choice and of judgment. So before we start to move towards the vulnerability of Christ, Christ the King offers us a day and an opportunity to be struck by his awesomeness, by his power, by the frightening image of him on his throne. But it is a festival and we can celebrate that. So how might you celebrate this festival today? That's quite a difficult ask in some respects. There's so much talk and difficulty about how Christmas will be, about whether we can or cannot be together. We don't know how we're going to be able to worship. Now let's remember corporately that we're well equipped to know how to worship when we can't be at church for a major festival. We did that at Easter. We can do it at Christmas if we need to, though signs are we'll have more opportunity to come together in some form of prayer and praise. So there's one thing we can thank God for today. But Jesus himself points to some of the ways that we might celebrate, not so much for ourselves, but in doing for others. Jesus said to those who were... um, Inherited to inherit the kingdom, that I was hungry, you gave me food, I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink, I was a stranger, and you welcomed me, I was naked, and you gave me clothing, I was sick, and you took care of me, I was in prison, and you visited me. 
The righteous asked Jesus, of course, when did we do this? And he will answer them, truly, I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. So how do we celebrate today's festival? Perhaps you know somebody who may need some help. A word today, a visit, or a stranger you see in the street and stop to talk to them. Perhaps you're isolated at home, and this is an opportunity to pray for all those people. I know we often think of festivals as feasting and fun, and often they are. But it's strange that this festival of Christ the King goes past largely unnoticed every year. So let's notice it and use it as the time to celebrate the end of our church calendar and look forward to the new year beginning next Sunday with Advent. With our hearts and minds focused on Jesus' will for us and for our lives and how we witness that love to others. In all you do and all you are, be blessed. We now come to our time of prayer and including the concerns that are listed for this time of year between All Saints and Advent, I will use the Bible passage and periods of silence to think about all that that we bring before the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we pray for the saints on earth, those people who have brought us to faith, who have cherished and nurtured us, who have been an inspiration to us, praying that they will live as citizens of heaven. We pray that people will hear and believe the word of God, especially during the difficulty and isolation of lockdown and the uncertainty of the Christmas period ahead. We pray that it will be a period that people are able to hear the true meaning of Christmas, to understand that that powerful Christ enthroned is also known to us in the gentleness and love of Christ as child, God incarnate. And we pray for all those who fear the winter months. May Christ's light shine and his warmth reach into their lives at this time of difficulty. We pray for all sovereigns and political leaders. We see so much political wrangling and difficulty across the world and we pray that this season of power and vulnerability will be enlightening, that they may imitate the righteous rule of Christ. Lord, 
We pray for all those who grieve and wait with the dying. We hear so much, Lord, about the huge and tragic numbers in our own country and every country around the, Lord, the, the globe, Lord, of people who have died with the coronavirus. But, Lord, there are many others dying of flu, of accident and illness. May those deaths not go unnoticed, that grief not go past, be passed by. Be with all those, Lord, who continues to struggle, who grieve and wait. Lord, you told us, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Lord, we pray for our local food banks. And we pray for aid agencies, all people involved in helping to feed the hungry and offer drink to the thirsty. Help us to see where we are needed to address food poverty and inequity. You said, Lord, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. Lord, help us to see where we need to speak to the stranger. Put us in the right path for right conversations. Especially at this time where there are so many suffering from isolation, loneliness and fear. Where we go about masked, may people see the smile in our eyes and the gentleness in our spirit enfold them. You said, Lord, I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. We pray, Lord, for all our health workers and those who are caring for the sick. Please protect them and keep them well in body and mind and spirit. We pray for those who are in prison and others who feel imprisoned by their circumstances, left in places where they are not able to have freedom of movement for their own protection, and yet it puts them in peculiar risk. Lord, we bring all our prayers before you, knowing that you hear us and your love and grace and mercy is constant. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
and the Collect for the Festival of Christ the King. Eternal Father, whose Son Jesus Christ ascended to the throne of heaven, that he might rule over all things as Lord and King, keep the Church in the unity of the Spirit and in the bond of peace, and bring the whole created order to worship at his feet, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. And we say together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So as I come to my final blessing, I am praying for you today that you will find blessing in this day. What will make the day of Christ the King feel like a festival for you? Perhaps it is a moment to turn about the garden and stop to look at the wonder of creation or enjoy a simple meal or glass of wine and remember our spiritual communion in so doing. You remain in my prayers on this last Sunday of our church calendar. Next Sunday, I'll be beginning a series of Advent podcasts, so do join me for worship at home then. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me for this podcast, Worship at Home. If you have enjoyed it, do feel free to share it with others. And if you would like to receive weekly links to my podcasts and receive the Worship at Home prayer sheet by mail or email, please let me know at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Goodbye. <laughs>